Welcome to the podcast series, Parenting Tips, brought to you by the Family Health and Wellness Educators of Cornell Cooperative Extension of Suffolk County's Community Education Program. Hi, I'm Rory McNish, host of this series. We provide up-to-the-minute research-based information regarding child development, positive parenting practices, nutrition, and health issues for parents and family caregivers, as well as for professionals who work with families. I'm pleased to welcome Dinah Torres Castro, bilingual family well-being educator, who will be joining us today to talk about blended families. Dinah has a degree in nutrition education and has been a parent educator with CCE since 2007. She coordinates the parent-toddler nutrition programs that CCE presents in our Suffolk County libraries and enjoys her work with grandparents in the Kinship Caregiver Program. Hi, Dinah. How you doing? Good, Rory. Thank you. Great. Great to be with you again. It's good to be here. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, it's okay. been, uh, been a good time of year. So let's jump into today's topic. Tell me a little bit about blended families. Yes, today's topic is blended families. First, I wanted to define what a blended family is. Looking at the National Center for Health Statistics, they define a blended family as a family that consists of one or more children living with a biological or adoptive parent and an unrelated step-parent who are married to one another. Mm -hmm. Our generation may easily be reminded of the TV series, The Brady Bunch, Oh, yeah, that's a throwback. I remember watching that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, TV made it seem kind of fun and any issues that came about were always resolved easily. Yeah. Reality can be very different. As a result of the change in that family structure, that is the, the new marriage, these families face many unique challenges, including increased risk for conflicts, stress, and difficulty caring for the day-to-day -day needs of their children. I can imagine all the different issues that can come up, you know, when you try to blend families, the different personalities, needs, and the facts that the fact that both families have to like adjust to each other. Now, is there a learning curve that, uh, or, or, or some kind of time period that people can aim for? Actually, yes. The important thing is that families should give themselves plenty of time to adjust. The process can take from four to seven years. Wow. Blending a family can be challenging, especially knowing that all step families begin with a history of loss. Blended families are created because a previous relationship has ended. This type of loss can bring on feelings of sadness, anger, fear. Many times members of a blended family enter into this new situation on edge guarding themselves against the possibility of experiencing another loss all over again. And this is why it can take years for everyone to learn how to function as a new family. Experts in family relations say it's important not to have unrealistic expectations when blending a family. They recommend learning to carefully communicate with each other, not to rush things, and to try to explore new traditions that blend old and new activities with their own family rituals. That's a great idea. Creating the traditions can give a newly formed family a sense of uniqueness and feelings that they are special, bringing them closer together. 
Yeah, it's all about creating and nurturing the new relationships. Studies show that blended families with the most relationship satisfaction and highest relationship quality are able to navigate movement between multiple households, provide easier transitions for the members into and out of the new family system, and effectively negotiate new family boundaries. Furthermore, the blended families who make their relationships a priority are better able to deal with hassles of a blended family when they do arise. So what kind of hassles can a new blended family expect to encounter? Most blended families will encounter some level of difficulties, especially in the first few years. Stress in the couple relationship, conflict with ex-spouses, and lack of extended family support are challenges commonly found in blended families. Another big issue can be the discord between parents and children. Often, the myth of the instant family, like the Brady Bunch, mm -hmm. puts undue pressure on family members to fit into this ideal. Or they tend to view problems as a sign of weakness and failure. However, despite all these difficulties that they can experience during the formation of the blended family, as a group, these families show so much strength. In factors that contribute to step family success, ML Michaels identified two major strengths that lead to blended family success, informed commitment and a sense of family. Michaels refers to informed commitment as a proactive approach to achieving a strong marriage and family bond. He defines a sense of family as what happens with the idea that a new family is being created. Successful blended families all agree on the importance of family and consistently work on their commitment to each other. These parents focus on the needs of the children and encourage extended family members to accept the new family. This is important because this very dedication to creating and maintaining a new family identity is what gives the blended family the resilience they will need to face internal and external adversity when it does happen. So how can blended families get to this point where they have informed commitment and a sense of family? Well, it takes time. It takes time, effort, commitment, and a lot of patience. Start by making sure that you work on the couple relationship as the first step to forming a healthy, blended family. Spend quality alone time together and nurture one another through positive communication. Communication is the key to all good relationships. Take a look at the relationship with your ex-spouses. If there's a conflict situation with your child's other parent, Remember that the child loves this person and what you want is for the child to have all of you in your life. So speak positively about the other parent and avoid hurting your child. Talk about adult problems with adults only and communicate directly with the other parent. Avoid using your child as a spy or a messenger. And best of all, treat the other parent with respect and courtesy so your child learns to do the same. Remember, love doesn't develop overnight. In a healthy blended family, love develops over time. Most children will develop feelings of love and attachment to the step-parent over time if the parent is patient and loving with them. And going back to that topic of communication, it's important to talk to the children about your values and the rules that are important for each of you and ask them how they feel about how their family is changing. 
Make sure they witness you modeling good communication skills and acceptance and find ways to talk about differences, make compromises and present a united front. This will allow the children to feel secure and adjust more quickly. When forming healthy blended families, keep in mind the following. Blended family relationships are going to be different than those with two biological parents. Stepchildren usually don't expect a step-parent to act like or replace a biological parent. So strive for a mutually satisfying relationship between you and your stepchild. In some cases, it is acceptable for step-parents to act as a biological parent. And in other cases, it is just better for step-parents to act more like a friend or a mentor. It may be hard for children to express their feelings appropriately. They are not born knowing how to understand and express their feelings. They need time to learn and practice these skills over time. Children may also have a hard time adjusting to the changes that a new marriage brings, like new step-siblings or a new house or even a new school. And you also have to consider if your new blended family will include teenagers. This could bring a whole new ball game. I can imagine teens can bring a whole bunch of new challenges into this mix. You're right, Rory. Teens tend to experience the transition to remarriage and the creation of a new stepfamily negatively. They tend to resent the lack of decision-making power in the changes of living spaces, relationships, expectations, as well as feeling excluded from their relationship with their own biological parents. You also have to be aware that studies show that teens who move from a single parent family into a step family are at a higher risk for problem behaviors such as alcohol use. What can parents do to reduce these risky behaviors? It comes back to forming those strong, healthy relationships within the new blended family. The whole process can bring about so many changes. It can be overwhelming. Remember to make changes as slowly as possible and to try to keep arrangements as consistent as possible. Consistency helps children feel a sense of stability. The best way to develop positive relationships within your new family is to take the time to talk and listen to each other. All the family members, especially those teens, need to feel like their opinions are valued, that they matter. They want to know that their ideas are considered when the family makes decisions. Making them feel a little more included and giving them a sense of family you were talking about earlier? Yes. Working with those positive relationships and improving your communication will help to reduce the amount of discontent in the family. Adults need to encourage each member to express their feelings regardless of their age, even when their feelings and concerns are difficult for others to hear. Remember that with patience, consistency, and time, things will improve. All right, I see. Now, do you have any tips for couples becoming a blended family? Every family is different, but the following tips I have can help make the transition into the new relationship or remarriage with children a little easier. And remember, you don't have to do these changes all at once. Right. Okay. 
For the biological parent, they should be working on creating structure in the households, establishing clear rules and consequences, allowing children to give their input into the rules also helps. Modeling behaviors you want your children to practice and allowing children to express their feelings openly, taking the time to be alone as a couple and trying to find activities that all of you can do together. Now, for the step-parent, they should start working on being able to look for and seeing positive things about each child in the family and supporting the discipline practices of the biological parent. Avoid assuming the role of the strict disciplinarian. Rather, act as a guide or a friend, depending on the given situation. Be prepared for children to express conflicting loyalties and listen to the children with your full attention. Don't use unkind words. Instead, focus on positive communication and affirmations. Don't expect too much at once and don't expect instant love. And if things aren't going so great, don't get discouraged. Patience is the key. Blending families can be a real challenge. If you find it's too difficult to tackle, don't give up. Instead, seek help from a family therapist who is experienced in working with blended families. Lots of good information here today, Dinah. Thank you so much. Wonderful take on this could be difficult situation. And it's not all what we grew up with, uh, with the Brady Bunch, right? It's not all uh, fun and games, basically. And it's not a sitcom. It's real life. It's not a sitcom. It's reality. (laughs) Yes, you're right. That's our podcast on blended families. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your comments about today's topic. You can email Dinah at dc258 at cornell.edu. And for more information, check out our blogs at blogs.cornell.edu forward slash community education. You can also visit us on our website at ccesuffolk.org and look for community education or family health and wellness. And we're very active on Facebook and Instagram. So look for us at CCE Suffolk County Community Education and Nutrition. All right, take care. Bye, Donna. Bye, Rory. Thanks a lot.